What's up with it, people? This your boy Don T with another episode of All You Gotta Do Is Listen. Um, man, th- this episode right here is gonna it's gonna touch a few people. It's gonna make you think. This episode, man, is about if you died today, would you be satisfied with the life that you lived at this very moment? If God said, you know what, it's over. It's time to come home. And you look back at everything that you've done, everything that you've accomplished, everything that you failed, every part of your life, would you be happy and satisfied with where you are and where you would ultimately end? And I ask myself this question all the time because honestly, it's what motivates me to do better. Um, Not only do you think about what you've done or are you satisfied with the life that you live, but... Are you also satisfied with the energy that you've exuded? Are you happy with the opinions of other people and me being a, a few people who really don't give a fuck what people think? Um, you know, that doesn't bother me, but there are some people who do. Um, would you overall be happy with the life you lived? You know, a lot of people haven't even found the purpose of life they haven't even found their reason for being here they don't know what the fuck they doing they just out here existing they ain't got no goals they ain't got no dreams they ain't got no ambition they just out here existing living taking up fucking space you know what made me think about this episode bro is because when you go to a graveyard bro people don't think that fucking deep in my mind bro my mind goes way 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 the fuck out there um, I was visiting my uncle, man. I was taking flowers to his grave last week, and I just looked around. And I looked in the ground, and I was just looking at dates, doing the math, seeing how far people live. Some people died in their 30s. Some people died in their 40s. Some people died in their motherfucking 80s and 90s. You know, but then it starts to make you wonder when you start seeing people dying in their 20s, in their teens. People that essentially didn't even get an opportunity to live. And it makes you wonder. But it also makes you put things into perspective that we ain't gonna always be here forever. You know, one of the things my father taught me, man, while he was here was don't ever waste a day. And I'm notorious for wasting days. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, And I need to do better. That's how humble I am to admit that one of the greatest lessons I learned I still lack in because I'm a man. I can admit where I'm wrong. But one of the best lessons he ever taught me was to never let a day go to waste because you'll never be able to get that time back. Be careful what comes out of your mouth because once it comes out, you can't never get it back. Be careful with first impressions because once they are set, they cannot be fucking changed. That is major fucking facts. My father was a fucking was an amazing man. What you are hearing is not me. You hearing my daddy right now talking. And that's real facts. I pray to God that this one episode of none of the fucking episodes reaches mainstream that this motherfucker right here makes the world think. Because honestly, man, in our 20s and our teens, we feel like we're untouchable. We think that. You know, we can't be touched and we can't get sick. We can't die. You know, we untouchable. We turning up. We doing all this dumb ass shit. But in reality, it could be gone just like that. Hey, yeah. But, you know, I've never been a turn up guy. I've never been a, a partying type. You know, I tried it. Wasn't for me. 
didn't stick. But ever since I was about, oof, shit, eight years old, I knew that death was real. When I lost my everything, my grandmother, the brick layer, the foundation layer, the seed planter, she was my everything. And when I lost that, looking at her in that casket in that all white, in that gray casket, that grayish blue, I'll never forget it. So ever since I was at the age of eight years old, I've always put life into perspective. I never took advantage of a day. You know what I mean? And what that means is I may let a day go by and I don't chase my dream, but I'm always appreciative of the day, if that makes sense. First thing I do every morning I wake up, I say it to myself. I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for choosing me for another day. May not be a great day, may not be my best day, but just thank you for choosing me to allow me to see another 24. Thank you. Because I know when I opened up my eyes and I said, and I took that breath and I put them 10 toes on the ground, I knew somebody was taking their last breath somewhere on this earth. Somewhere. Don't know them. Never will know them. But as soon as I took my first for the morning, somebody was taking their last. So I'm very appreciative of life. And honestly, when I say I'm going to do better, time isn't waiting for me to get right. Time isn't waiting for me to, you know, get to where I want to be in life. Time isn't waiting on me to right my wrongs. Time isn't waiting on me. Time don't give a fuck about me. It could take me tomorrow. Period. I pray to God that it doesn't. But realistically, my life could be over real soon. And there's nothing that I can do about it. But be the best person that I can be. You can't take life for granted, bro. And I've said it on other episodes and I'll say it in this episode. If you got a dream, if there's something that you want to achieve in life, don't let anybody stop you or cap you and tell you that you can't fucking do it that's why i don't have many friends because i don't drop my ideas on people i've run my ideas through a few people just to pick their brain a little bit in reality i ain't even need to do that god put it in my mind for a reason so i should see it through just off the rip that he put it in my mind but not everybody has that mind everybody needs to get the approval of motherfuckers that don't matter when them checks arrive it's gonna have my name on it you damn right. It ain't going to have my homeboy's name on it. It ain't going to have my girl name on it. It ain't going to have my ex name on it. It ain't going to have the hoes name on it. It's going to have my damn name on it. You damn right. So I'm going to go see my dream through. Because I'm going to reap the benefits of my labor. I'm going to receive the fruits. Not you. So I don't give a damn what nobody think. You know what I mean? So to answer your question, if God took me right now, no, I wouldn't be satisfied. I haven't achieved anything of what I wanted to. I've achieved a few things. I'm proud of the life that I've lived so far. I don't want to say that I have any regrets, but if I had to say that if, if I got an opportunity to write some things or change a few things, I would. But honestly, they happened for a reason and they made me the man that I am. 
Everything happens for a reason. The people that come into your life, they're there for a reason. The people that hurt you, they've hurt you for a reason. The people that have used you, played you, abused you, guess what? They've all done that shit for a reason. Everything that you're hearing, that strength you hear in my voice, that strength you hear in my tone, that was built. I wasn't born with that. That was built over time. I was a frail, fat-ass kid. I always talked about, hell yeah. But you will never know. I can show you a picture of me right now at the age of 13. And you will say, damn. How were you able to bounce back and, and, and get, you know, the wind beneath your wings and, and, and fly? And, you know, learn to, to be secure within your own skin. It took It took hurt. It took abuse. It took... You know, people talking about me and me being and me turning to become unapologetically me. Everything that you hear is unapologetic. Unapologetic, 100 percent. You know what I mean? But this episode makes you just think about the people who will never get an opportunity. You know, the people who are homeless, the people that will never have a story told. You know, the people who are in the ground right now that never got a chance to really live. That literally, that could be you. You know, we take life for granted each and every day. And don't count our blessings. We don't think about the little things. We don't take, we don't take, you know, advantage of the time that we have here. We don't say thank you, God, for the opportunity. We don't thank God for the lights. We don't thank God for our health and our strength. We don't thank God for air in our lungs. We don't thank God for the vision coming out of our eyes. We don't thank God for the food in our fridge. We don't thank God for the car in the garage. We don't thank God for being able to touch. We don't thank God for being able to feel. Taste, love, hear. Because at the end of the day, everything that I name, somebody somebody somewhere can't do one or two of them damn things. You know, in America, man, we don't think about what goes on on the other side of the pond. There are still people in this fucking world that live as if they're in 1775. They don't know what the fuck going on. My dad always told me one time, he was like, bruh, how in the fuck are you living in this world and you don't know what the fuck going on? My dad used to watch the news every fucking day. And I used to question like, damn, what the fuck do you want to watch the news for? And he was watching the news because he wanted to know what the fuck was going on. When I see people and I see people hurting, people sick, people dying, it makes me feel for them because essentially I can't do nothing for them. All I can do is pray. But also in my mind, I need to make sure that I'm living my life as well, that I'm trying to take advantage of all the time that I have on this earth because one day I won't breathe. One day I ain't going to get up. One day I'm not going to be able to tell y'all shit. I'm going to be in the ground. And I pray to God that before he takes me, I get an opportunity to have my story told and I have an opportunity to bless some lives. I've asked God to remove that hate out of my heart because for a long, long time, bro, I was a very angry person. I wanted to make sure that everybody who said anything fucking negative about me, that they felt that shit. And I knew that I wasn't going to see the blessing until I got that shit out of my heart. It was like I had to 
pray that hate out of my heart because I couldn't do anything to get them to see that everything that I was trying to be, I could actually be if I got the opportunity. I talked to somebody, bro. This shit was crazy. I asked them how they felt about me. And she said some of the most fucked up shit about me, bro. But at the end of the fucking day, I asked her. I said, have you ever spent any time with me? Have you ever talked to me one-on-one like we talking right now? Have you ever done any of that shit? You hate me based off of what the fuck you heard. You hate me by word of mouth. I don't even fucking essentially know you, but you have so much adamant dislike for me. I have so many people who can say so much negative about me. I don't film me giving back to the homeless. I don't film every fucking thing I've done right on this earth because you know what? I am in the audience of one. The judger. The one who holds the yes or the no for me to get into the kingdom of heaven. Not no motherfucking females. Not no motherfucking, you know, homeboys. I don't give a fuck about them. Because they ain't fucking, they ain't doing, they not doing nothing for me, bro. They not helping me when I need them. These females ain't here for me. I had to pray that out of my spirit, bro, because there were so many people I wanted to prove wrong, but it wasn't for the right reasons. It was because out of hate. I hated them motherfuckers because they felt so adamant and disdain for me and they don't even fucking know me you don't even fucking know me and you feel so much hate dislike everything for me (laughs) so here yeah i wanted to match their energy but i wanted to shit on them with success there's nothing more satisfying or there was nothing more satisfying to me than being able to reach my full potential, full tilt, and shine on each and every motherfucker who ever wronged me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I feel so adamant about that because if you've never in your life been disliked, For no apparent reason by people you've never even spent time with. It makes you think like, God damn. I know by me not even, by you not even knowing me and kicking it with me, you feel some type of way. But I know my success is going to hurt your heart. I know it will. And I'm talking so long about it, bro, because that's my life, bro. I have Psalm 69 on me right now. Those who hate me outnumber the hairs on my fucking head. When I read that, I said, oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a tattoo right here on my arm. That verse speaks to me more than any verse on or in the Bible. Those who hate me outnumber the hairs on my head. They expect me to... Return what I did not steal. It's crazy. That's wild, bro. (laughs) That there are people out there that hate you for no reason. But yeah, man, this episode, man, I, I really, it made me wonder. It made me think. 
what everybody else thought. If God took you right now, would you be satisfied with the life that you live? Would you be satisfied with the accomplishments, the hurt, the pain, everything? Would you be satisfied? And to answer that question for you, for me, no, I wouldn't. So my best advice to anybody out there that's contemplating, you know, giving up, don't give up. Because it's somebody that wants your spot. Somebody wants to breathe. Somebody right now wants to be able to sit on a computer and podcast. Somebody probably a couple fucking streets down from me wants something to eat. I used to be adamant about wasting food. You know what I mean? Like not finishing my food and shit or throwing out good food that, you know, I ain't really want no more. I started giving it to the homeless because I knew food that I didn't want somebody was begging for. I used to throw pennies out of the window. Because I felt like pennies were worthless. They're one cent. What can you buy with a cent? But I stopped doing that bullshit. And I started collecting my pennies. And giving them to the homeless. Or somebody who needed them. All that shit add up. You got to change your whole frame of mind, bruh. Because somebody out there is begging for your Worst life. If you could think about the worst possible life you could live, I guarantee you there is somebody right now praying for your worst. While you praying for the best, you want all the money, you want all the the cars, clothes, cribs, hoes, this, this, this. Somebody is praying for everything that you've taken advantage of. And taken for granted. And I'm not crying. I'm sniffing because I think I'm getting a cold or the flu or something, man. I don't know. My homeboy said it's these females. And I said, bro, I ain't even been with nobody. So I don't know. But uh, that's that's aside from the point, man. My nigga be joking with me and shit. <laughs> but um, you can't you can't take life for granted, people. You got to make sure that every day counts and that every single day you utilize not only your blessings, but you be a blessing and you go out there and you try to help somebody who might not be able to help themselves. Be slow to anger. Be slow to anger. Because, man, I'm telling you, a lot of people will try to get to you. They'll try to rattle your cage. I've been tested. I know what the devil looked like. I didn't seen him. I didn't seen him in a lot of you. The devil comes in every form possible to try to shake you and break you and take you off the path that you were trying to reach. He comes as everything that we think we want, but essentially we don't even ever need. You got to be careful, man. The devil works in mysterious ways just like God does. You got to be careful. I can feel the devil just like I can feel God. You know? And I'm going to give you a perfect example of how I can feel the devil. The devil comes as... Sometimes as a woman, for me, that I thought I wanted, and that probably overlooked me, 
Now she see me and she like, damn, I can kind of see you now. I want you. I'm sorry for not noticing you the first time. Nah, it's not that you didn't notice me, baby. It's the fact that God was protecting me from you. Because I didn't need you from the start. That's how the devil tries to creep in. He creeps in as everything we thought we wanted. He'll try to fuck with you and, and, and go to your weakest moment. Or your weakest trait or whatever he feels as though will get you to bite the bait. You know what I mean? This is one of them episodes, man, that'll make you think and put life into perspective. I'm not challenging nobody. I just want y'all to just take a moment and think, if you die today, would you be satisfied with the life you live? And if you don't, and if you didn't, or wouldn't, tomorrow get off your ass and go try to get it somehow some way i don't feel good at all bro but i'm gonna still get up off my ass and try to go get it somehow because i know somebody's begging to be able to go get it and i pray to god when i make it that i can be a tool and an instrument for people who might not be able to go do it on their own Stop judging people. Keep your fucking mouth closed. Trying to judge people and tell people that they are this and that or whatever based off of what you didn't heard or what you observed. There are always three sides of the story. The truth, a lie, and then there it is what it is. You know, what we want it to be. Always three sides. And, and look at all three sides Matter of fact You know what I mean I was thinking about putting some music on this episode But nah I ain't gonna even do that Nah Y'all need to hear me Y'all need to hear me crystal fucking clear Ain't no music to match this energy It's not bland energy It's not energy that's like Oh it's just bloopy Nah it's none of that it's mellow talk. It's 103 in the morning. I'm not finna get riled, riled, riled up, turned up, none of that shit. I'm finna just talk to y'all on some real shit. If you ever wanted to know what it's like to sit down and talk with a real nigga, this is what it feel like. This is what it sound like. This is the energy you need. This type of shit right here is where you just sit in the bed and you just, you know, turn the lights off. And you just listen. I got one of them voices that'll captivate Captivate your fucking mind If you just listen That's why the name of the fucking podcast Is all you gotta do is listen Because essentially All you gotta do is sit your ass down Shut your damn mouth Open your mind And fucking listen Because everybody has perspective Perception You know Somebody's gonna hear this episode And take it way the fuck left Even though I said what I said, word for fucking word. You dig? My biggest advice to anybody listening. First, I want to say I've already addressed my haters, my 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 ill willers, in other episodes in the reintroduction of Don T. If you ain't heard it, go listen. But I'll say it again. If you have an opinion, 
about me and you've never sat your ass down in front of me, shook my hand, hugged me, kissed me, fucked me, loved me, none of that shit. Your opinion is toilet paper. I'm going to wipe my ass with your opinion because you don't know me. And even if you have done one or two or more of those things, you still don't know me. Because you ain't never took a walk in my shoes or in my skin. Be careful. Too much thinking to hurt yourself. Real talk. But um, my biggest advice on the real though, go out here and get it, bro. I know I done said that multiple times. If you don't believe in God, believe in something. Because if you die today, where you going to go? I don't think people often think about death because they think that they're untouchable, man. But people are getting sick. People are dying from guns and violence and accidents. And it's just a part of life, bro. So when I pray, I pray for protection from things that I cannot control and that I can't control. Because I hope that God puts it in my mind that I get right before, you know, I get left. And I don't want to go to hell, bro. I don't want that. Hell no, I don't want to go to hell. I want to see my family again. And I'd like to believe my family is in heaven. I won't know until I die. But I have dreams. This this is it. This is the last this is the last little bit I know. If if anybody made it this far in the episode, you a real one. But I'm gonna tell y'all about some dreams that I didn't have. I have this dream. I have two dreams. I'm talking about the first one. My first dream is that I'm in this dark room with a light over my head, kind of like an interrogation room. It's a chair, table, and another chair on the other side of me. Um, I'm sitting there, and the door opens. And my grandmother walks through the door. And she sits down and we talk. Because my initial reaction is to get up, hug her, kiss her, everything. But something over my body won't allow me to get up. So I'm stuck in the chair. And from the look on her face, it looks like disappointment. It looks as if She's hurt and she's disappointed in the life that I've lived. Everything that I've done, she didn't seen it because she's watched over me all these years. All this time I didn't ask her to protect me from dumb shit that I didn't done. She looks disappointed as if I didn't achieve enough, as if I haven't done enough. She didn't embrace me and hug me and kiss me and tell me that she loved me and missed me this whole time. And it bothered me. And she told me how she wished that I would have done more. And you would think, damn, you know, your grandmother sounds like a dick. But in reality, nah. How I was raised, it was raised on you got to go out here and get it however you can. There ain't no time for excuses. My grandmother was the sweetest person I ever knew. And the dream just goes on with her leaving. 
Then my grandfather comes in, does the same thing. Daddy come in, does the same thing. My aunties come in, does the same thing. And it just ends with me sitting there thinking like, damn, I really let my family down. I haven't done anything on this earth but take up fucking space. I ain't done shit. The degrees, the accomplishments, the jobs, the the good that I've done, it didn't mean nothing because I haven't done enough. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on myself, but I want to be remembered for doing something, not nothing stupid, but definitely something that's worth being remembered for. To add value to my name, to make my son be proud to be a third, to keep my legacy going that my father started. My other dream is this, man. I, I, if you ever listened to the song Smile by Scarface and Tupac, there's a poem at the end of the song. And I can't remember exactly word for word, so I'm not going to try to chop it up and, and, and tell you what it is. But this is a more positive uh, dream that I've had. I die and I'm floating to the stars. And as I'm floating to the stars, heaven becomes a vision. I'm starting to see heaven. The streets of gold. The high heaven gates. And everybody that I've ever loved. Everybody that I've ever admired. Everybody that I've ever had contact with is there to greet me. It's like it's just a a big celebration surprise party in the sky my grandmother my my daddy my grandfather everybody there hugging me kissing me telling me that they were waiting on me and um that's real that's something man that uh ooh we that's something that'll make you think because all I want to do is be rejoined with the people who really love me. Because there ain't nobody here that love me. I don't feel the love. I love me enough for myself. But the people who were here that love me. Were that agreed me. And um, it's funny. Uh, my dad is telling me. That he's waiting. Because he got something for you. And. um, They all kind of like split down the middle. And allow me to walk through. And. I meet God for the first time. In spirit. In body. In mind. Right before my eyes. I can't contain myself. You know, I just, I just lose it. And, um, man, it was an experience. But it's just a big party, big celebration. Telling me that he's proud of me. Thanking me for representing him while I was on this earth. Because I had a choice. I could have said he's not real. I could have said, you know what, all that stuff that you put me through, F God.
but I didn't. Every time I thought I was losing, I got stronger with God because I knew one day he was going to give me an opportunity. I still believe that. I'm still fighting for the opportunity I was fighting for years ago. It was just a fair shake of life. But I'm breathing, so I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. This episode right here, man, if anybody needed to hear it, I hope that they heard it all the way through. This one is the longest episode I've probably ever fucking done. But it needed to be told. I'm in one of them moods. You feel me? And um, so all you got to do is listen. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, man, because I can keep talking for fucking days, bro. Y'all be easy, man. It's your boy Don T. I'm out this thing. Y'all be blessed.